You are listening to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about the movie trivia showdown, the first class league, sports, Star Wars, movies, TV, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show. All right, guys, we're here for our, uh, it'll be our second review for the show, Will of Time. It's going to be on episode four because they released the first three at the first time. And today we're going to have two special guests because these special guests, very beautiful people. But on top of that, they've actually, they can read. And sometimes that combination doesn't come at the same time. Most people that are very beautiful don't read a lot. And these two guys do, guys and girls, let's just say. And uh, they've read the books, and me and Adelia hasn't. So we're going to have half the panel without the book knowledge and the other half with the book knowledge. I don't know what Sully's pointing to. Is this but, the right um, camera? The other camera. No, no, your you, center. Center. Oh, the center camera. No, no, yeah, your no. other center. Yes. <laughs> to, okay. to, to have a background that looks so professional, Sully, you think you would uh, know this kind of stuff, like, as you're starting. Hey, I have well, When you have cameras. five cameras, you know. Look at that. Like, dude, you have, we have the same camera right there. I got that I, camera. I've got a few of these. Yeah, man, they're pretty cool cameras. I like them. <clears throat> but uh, I guess we'll start like with over. <laughs> I guess we'll start with like overall thoughts of the episode. Uh, I'll start it and we'll kind of go around the horn uh, after that. But uh, yeah, so like the first three episodes we watched, me and Adelia did a review and we just kind of like overarched it. We didn't go into great detail. Now we're going to go in more detail, obviously, because it's like one episode at a time. And everything else but the biggest thing was is i wasn't like super hyped but i was i said it the show did enough to interest me and pique my interest in certain points that i wanted to see more because i do want to give it a chance it gave me it just made me want to like see just a little bit more this episode i thought was great and it like really kind of now i'm dove in now i'm like full 100 like going to give this season the full go because we're four episodes in and it really kind of hooked me in this episode. Uh, it had stuff that you wanted. It has uh, some good story points I felt in it. It had good action and stuff in there. Uh, and for whatever reason, the first three episodes to me kind of seemed like it might be a little like cheap, like I was watching a TV show. I didn't mm -hmm. notice that as much in this episode either. It's almost like they upped the production value. I just can't finger point exactly with that, like what exactly changed, but it did look a lot better to me for whatever reason. So it looked like it had a bigger uh, style production value and stuff like that. But with that being said, I'll go around Adelia. What did you, uh, you know, think overall about the episode? I love this episode a lot more than I like the first three. I did like the first three, but this one uh, I liked a lot more. The stuff with the Aes Sedai and the guy that thought he was the Dragon Reborn and all of that was fascinating to me. And uh, I echo a lot of what you said, Justin, in the story points were more engaging for me this episode, if that makes any sense. So really enjoyed it. All right. What about you, Kristen? Uh, I really, really liked it. I mean, I, I've liked all of them so far, I think to varying degrees. Uh, but this one definitely feels like the one where when you tell people, like, just watch this episode, then it'll mm -hmm. like, this is the one, you know, like. 
the first you, you have to set up the story and then you hit that one episode that draws everyone in and i think that's this one so that's that's good that we've we've hit it and i'm looking forward to seeing kind of where those story points lead but i really liked it so far um yeah i want to talk about a lot There's yeah a lot. to, to what i was gonna say to echo that is like <clears throat> the first three episodes i did feel like it i thought they did a smart job i don't know if this there might have been their game plan from the very beginning to release three episodes and then one a week. But I do think they did it smartly with this. The first three episodes set up, and then this episode is the one that like really kind of gets you. But what do you think, Sully? Uh, I mean, I think that this was the best episode so far, but that's kind of the trend we've seen. I mean, each episode has gotten better. And part of that is, like I was saying back, you know, behind behind the screen before we started, the first two episodes are so rushed like that's a significant chunk of the first book in those two episodes so mm -hmm. the third episode kind of summarizes a whole bunch of different things that happen to you know the characters throughout their throughout the first book and then this episode is the most divergent well it's both the most accurate and the most di divergent from the show gotcha. because like um uh, Egwene and Perrin with the, um, with the, the tinkers, with the traveling, traveling folk, people is super accurate to the books, mm -hmm. but everything else in this episode, none of it happens in the book. So there's, you know, they're really playing with fire as far as what they're adapting mm -hmm. and what they're keeping mm -hmm. and it's working so far. So I, I think this was the best episode and I wholeheartedly agree that like, yeah, if you're going to try this series out. Try it up through the fourth episode if you're not hooked by the fourth episode. Probably yeah, not for you. <laughs> probably probably not for you. But next week we might say the same thing. So That's who true. knows? Yeah. <clears throat> now I'll, I'll go ahead and pose this question to the two book readers. Uh, I read books, but it's mostly about Star Wars. But the thing is, is like with you two guys, uh, just the interesting dynamic of we, we're not book readers. So we're getting the show and we're getting the story how the show's actually portraying it. So we don't have anything to look on and say, oh, this is garbage. Like, what are they doing or anything? Because we don't have anything to relate it to. So you two seem pretty positive. So like, I would let both of y'all, it doesn't matter who starts it out. Talk about that kind of dynamic there where you, even though the story is a little different, you still seem to like the show. We are not the, we are not the rule though. We, I think we might be a little bit of the exception. If you go look at the discourse online, there's a lot of people unhappy with some of the changes. Um, I think it's a, a mixed bag. It's I've seen a, a lot of positive people like us. I've seen about as many people who aren't sure and then maybe not as many negative people, uh, which but, is surprising. But maybe yeah. I'm just not looking for them. There's there's some uh, there's some big changes that I think are a little a little bit spoilery. Mm -hmm. um, like they're big changes to the kind of setup of the show mm -hmm. um, with what Moraine knows. Because, mm -hmm. you know, Moraine is Moraine is really the one that's like, OK, I know the Dragon Reborn was born 20 years ago, and I also know X, Y, and Z. Yeah, she knows a little in, bit more than that. In the book, she knows yeah. a little bit more than she knows. She knows quite a bit. In the book, she actually knows a lot more about who it is. And in the show, she doesn't. She just knows the Dragon Reborn is about 20 years old. And besides, mm -hmm. besides the fact that there's like a hundred something prophecies about the dragon reborn that he has to hit every single 
one of them to be actually the dragon reborn. And a lot of those prophecies are like, he will be born this way. And you of course are saying, is... and, and just to clarify, you're of course saying he, as in them gender, the general yeah, gender the neutral. General, he. Yeah. The general okay. he. Yeah. The, the Royal he, if you will. Yeah. But in, okay. you know, the book is already very different from anything else anyway. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sure we'll get the same end results regardless. Right. But yeah, it's it's interesting that they've swept a lot of, you know, things that are known in the universe under the rug in order to heighten the mystery. I don't have a problem with it, but it will potentially lead to some questions later on when they're like, Yes, there's all these prophecies. The Corinthian cycle. You're like, what? Well, where, 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 were <laughs> the prof- where were the prophecies a year ago when we were trying to figure this shit out? Yeah. Um, yeah. But like this this book, this episode, I think, like this, the because we're following the three stories. We're following Matt, uh, Matt and Rand. We're following Elaine and Perrin. And we're following Nynaeve and then Lan and, and Moraine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Of the three stories, only one of them was, you know, only the the uh, Egwene and Perrin one is anything close to the books. And honestly, it's the most boring plot of the three. And it's um, funny because it's it's really close to the books, but it's also really divergent from the books because a huge major plot point. Because they're missing a character. Of, yeah, they're missing a character, but they've also glossed over this giant character plot point that is the only thing that makes Perrin and Egwene's story interesting in book one. I'll say the next chapter. Yeah, I I was going to say this real quick now. I will say uh, one of the key points in this episode that I really loved actually comes from the more boring of the story. Because you're right. Like, if you're watching this, uh, the other two stories, the other people that you're following has way more interesting things going on than basically, you know, these other two characters who jump on the gypsy train. You know what I'm saying? Because that's basically (laughs) what these people are. (laughs) They go around. Justin, I don't think we could say that anymore, though. But with that being said, what the lady, the, I just found that one conversation uh, between Perrin and the lady that's like kind of like, I guess, in charge or whatever of this group of people that are the travelers. Kristen, what's her name? I don't know. But she says. <laughs> Do you want like, me? I can look it up and pretend like I know. No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> they're, but they're talking. And, you know, she's talking about, uh, you know, what happened to uh, one of her children and stuff and like why she does what she does. And the guy's like, uh, so like you're going for revenge, but then you're not even like doing anything because y'all kind of renounce like violence and stuff. And like what she says there, I thought was very poignant. I don't even know if it's in the book or not, if it's just something they did for the show. But she says, what's uh, the best revenge against like. Uh, you know, attacks or are doing harm mm-hmm. to folks is what's peace. what's the yeah and, and what's the best revenge for death is life, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really cool line. I thought that, that was a really that is cool the, thing. That is the way of the leaf. So mm-hmm. that's that's what they follow. Her name's Isla, by the way. Um, yeah, <laughs> I did look it up, but her name's Isla. I also looked uh, it up. Um, there are two thousand, like more than two thousand named characters in this series. It's a lot. You're going to forget them. And a lot um, of them like show up for like one chapter and then they're gone forever. And you're like, oh, nice. Uh, I will say Isla does show up a few times throughout the series, though. Yeah. So she's Moderately not, in, not important, but, you know, you, you, mm-hmm. you'll see her again. 
Um, Slightly the, more important than some other people. Yeah. <laughs> She's more important than the chick that got a dagger through the neck in the last episode. Yeah. Um, or, you know, like Perrin's wife. Doesn't exist in the book. Parents, oh, yeah. So you want to know things that don't exist in the book? Perrin's, Perrin's wife. not married. <laughs> so Perrin's wife. So he doesn't chop someone up on accident. Wait, hold no. on. Let me rephrase that. The character exists in the book. The character is not Perrin's wife in no. the book. And oh, okay. he doesn't kill anyone. And he doesn't kill anyone in the book. Okay. Um, it makes sense for his story moving forward why they, they did that. They basically moved his character forward about three books. In in one episode. He's already yeah. like book three Perrin. Which is good because a, a thing. Which is good because uh, some of the characters are kind of boring in the first book. Um, in fact, most of the characters in the first book are really boring. That's fair. Um, or worse, they're really annoying. Um, I mean, they're kids. With well, but with the case of like my favorite, I, I it's a little too spoilery to say who it is, but my favorite character in the books is annoying as hell. In in the first three books. And the show has already done a much better job with that character where I think that character is already becoming a fan favorite. Um, which is going to be really awkward later. Which will be really awkward later. <laughs> yeah, um, I want to spoil so much stuff. How? 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 Okay. No, 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 no. You're, you're good. You're good. I believe in yeah. you, Kristen. Um, I'm trying. I'm, there's so much. There was, there was another. So I, I rewatched the episode before this. Uh, despite the fact that I was late to our meeting time, I did mm -hmm. prep for this. Um so there was a line in that um, uh, they talk about the song. Um, so the mm -hmm. traveling people are looking for their whole point in life is they're looking for quote the song and it's supposed to bring peace to the world and kind of, you know, meaning of life uh, in hitchhiker's guide style, right? Like 42 is the answer to everything. Um, there's a line that was in the show that I don't think was in the books where Egwene asks, well, have, you know, uh, are, you sure you know you found, ha, yeah, are, are you sure you haven't? Yeah. Are you sure you haven't found it already? Yeah. And they do that slow pan shot of everyone just enjoying happy and life. enjoying themselves. That honestly is so much better development for the, for the traveling people than the books give the whole, like four, 14 yeah. books. That one line gives better development yeah. than, than 14 books of the Tuathawan. Well, and I think it's funny because there's a lot of changes that they've made in the show that are very different from the book uh, that kind of do that where, you know, they do one episode that changes a few things about a character, but it does more for the character in terms of developing them mm -hmm. into who they are, you know, like, in... like giving Tom a guitar. I don't think that's the change I meant, but yeah. <laughs> But, like, you know, in Perrin's case, like, you know, having mm -hmm. him start out married and going through that tragedy gives him a reason to kind of fear, you know, fear himself. And, right. and that's who his character is. But it takes him a little bit of time to get to that point where he's at now. And his character is really developed in a way that's really interesting, like, three or four books in. But you have to get to that point. And I think the show did a better job of, like, getting him closer to that point by doing less. Yeah, and that's because if they don't... The books are bad. I mean, they're really not at all. They're, it's, like, one of my favorite series of all time. But the the way that the show has to develop these characters 
in a faster way. I think they're doing a, a good job of making those changes that kind of get them past the initial progression very quickly. Yeah, because if you take that first thing that you kind of see a parent do, like, you know, when they get attacked and everything, uh, if you take that away from him in the show, like, it's almost like, why is he even in the show at this point, right? Because he's yeah. just kind of there. Uh, when they gave that to him, now his character's interesting. Like, I watch what he's doing and stuff because I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he feels guilty and all this other stuff, like, the way they on the show. So his character's got multiple layers where if you didn't have that, he'd be, like, single-layered and you'd be like, dude, yeah, this guy's he, kind of a creep. He literally doesn't have any character progression in the book until, like, chapter 20 or something. He's mm -hmm. He's in the book, he's, like, really big and shy and careful around people. And that's his character until right. you get to about like, you know, a, more than a quarter of the way through the book. And then all of a sudden he gets character development, but you can't have a TV show with someone in it who's shy and careful and doesn't want to hurt people. So he d like moves around like this because he doesn't want to bump into anyone, you know, like that's not going to be something that people sign in to watch. Mm -hmm. So the way that they gave him like that immediately, you know, they immediately developed his character in a way that makes sense to the book character. And I think that's really interesting. Like, it's just a cool change. And I definitely think it's needed for sure. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and by the way, just real quick, because I, I needed to, excuse me, I have the hiccups. Um, I needed to remember um, what exactly I, I had uh, caught earlier. Um, Lila is um, Lila Lewin in the books. Yeah. And she is, and the chapter that she's introduced introduced to is a Perrin point of view chapter. And he says, I had once thought of marrying her. Yeah. It's kind so of So, like, funny. they do kind of, like, pull that, like, they don't pull it out of nowhere, but yeah. it's kind of weird. The one weird thing with Perrin is they don't introduce, um, uh, is it Master Lewin? Right. They kind of just, like, Is that say, his name, Master Lewin? Or yeah. is that Game Luhan? of Thrones? No, it's Master Lujan. They okay. they kind of just make Perrin the blacksmith and not like the apprentice, yeah. which would make sense since right. he's like a, a, an adult in the show. Yeah, yeah because I mean, the, the book the also, the, the, the show also ages up the characters by about yeah. five years because yeah. they're like 15 in the books. So okay. they, they do age them up a little bit, which is kind of interesting, but it's kind of weird for like Rand where Rand is still like, He's Rand is pretty much acting like a kid through episode one, right? Like he's just helping his dad and going to see his, yeah. you know, his crush at the bar. Well, whereas, yeah. whereas like all the other characters are like doing adult things. It, it's kind of odd. Um, it is. A, it's a, yeah. You can't really change too much of Rand's character in the first book. <laughs> but not they much do. They do a but little they, bit because they not, drop the whole. They drop the whole. Not much else you can do. Yeah, I do think I do think it's weird that they've already cut Bella from the show. Yeah, um, how dare they? Poor Bella. Um, Bella That's is his horse. Is his horse? Yeah, she's not um, in the show. Who does survive till the last book? So I'm curious if she's going to come back. It's um, one of the only, the only animals that survives. Like she, she'll, she's gonna, she's in the book. She survives like apocalyptic shit. Yeah, and she's gone in episode nice. two in the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Hey man, they had to do that like the dire wolves. Man, they had to like. Cut I would just like, like they just disappear because, for many episodes. Because the cool thing with Bella is like Bella changes. Like I think there's like just, ten, ten different writers for Bella. Well, yeah, and like she, she keeps changing living. hands yeah. throughout nice. the whole book. So like I, I'm I'm curious if they're gonna bring her back because she's not important necessarily. It would be a nice she, nod. To be like, know, oh, hey, just that's Bella. <laughs> always there. Um, 
I do think this episode was a little light with a Gwen characterization, mm-hmm. um, which sucks because I think they've done a really good job with um, a Gwen, and I think that actress, I don't know her name, um, uh, is fantastic. Um, but she kind of just felt like she wasn't in this episode. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't disagree. No. Maybe they're, like, saving something for her, you know? Like, I don't know. Well, something that I kind of, like, liked about this episode and I found out when we were talking, you know, before we started recording was, like, it's basically just a background thing. But in this episode, it's a big thing. And that is this guy who's going around saying he's ah, the Dragon Reborn. And, like, you start yes. thinking about Logan. it a little bit. You start thinking about it a little bit because this dude, I mean, come on, man. They did such a good job side. with I, I will say that that opening, that opening, like yeah. the, cause they're doing these little uh, interludes like to open each episode, which the books do. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Each, each book starts with a little bit of like a, like characters you haven't met yet or won't, or ha- don't know at all. And like, where are they in the world? The show's doing it a little differently where it's giving us a preview of what we're going to see in the episode. So the first episode, the preview was, uh, actually, the first episode, the preview was a little irrelevant. It was actually Leandrin um, catching a male Chandler. Mm-hmm. That's actually totally irrelevant to the rest of the show, um, or at least that the rest of that episode. Uh, the second episode we had... Um, the White Cloaks. That super oh, yeah. intimidating shot. And that way, when the, the White Cloaks show up later in the episode, you know exactly who they are. Yeah. And like that's so good. Um, the third episode was showing us Nynaeve surviving, which was great. And then the fourth episode, we got this Loghain story in Gildon. Um, so the dragon, well, a false dragon. Yeah. So a false dragon is something that comes up a lot in the books, and I have a feeling it's going to come up a lot in the series. Um, the dragons prophesized to basically unite the world to fight in something called the last battle. They haven't really touched on that in the show yet, but I'm sure that they will. Um, right now it's kind of irrelevant. Um, but anyways, uh, his job is to unite the world to fight in the last battle. He will most likely go crazy, be a, be a, a insanely strong channeler. And the reason everyone thinks it's a, he is because men are the, usually stronger channelers than women. Men are usually stronger channelers, and they they have the the not the taint. What are they called in the show? The corruption. The taint. No, it's the taint. Um, in the books, it's called the taint, um, <laughs> which is. you could see why we don't call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, the the corruption. Uh, it's the male half yeah, of the source is name. corrupted. The male yeah. half of the source is corrupted. So whenever a male, but in the show they say or in the books they the say power. They take some of that corruption into them and it drives them crazy. And in the books, they say that the male half of the source is touched by the dark one's taint. It's you can true. see why they changed that. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't see, I don't see what's so funny about that. Yeah. So they, they were very clear. They're like, we're changing this. That we're not, we're not doing this. I'm um, sorry. There's nothing so, wrong with the dark one's taint. Okay? So we do see in that, in that opening shot, we see Loghain with those, cool shadow buddies um right. talking to him those shadow buddies are former dragons they're they're mm-hmm. the past reincarnations of mm-hmm. the dragon because mm-hmm. they the truly were dragons so like he's not totally crazy because well well okay that's the thing um we don't know. maybe we don't know 
right? Maybe he is just crazy. The books don't really he could touch be imagining that he's talking to previous dragons, right? Or because no one talking. knows, no one knows who they were, right? right. The only we only know who the the most recent one yes. was was named Luz Theron. Theron Kingslayer. That's the only one we know. Name. Um, but uh. So it's super cool to see that because we don't really touch on Loghain's insanity in the sh in the in the books. In the book, in fact, not until I think, later. I think in the books he's not even that crazy, right? Like he's not done until, a really good job. Not until later. Well, yeah, but um, um, it's super interesting to see that. So a false dragon, yeah. essentially, what that is, uh, generally a false dragon is a man or woman who can channel, and they think they're the dragon. They think for some reason that they're the dragon, usually because of their insanity. Yeah. Um, occasionally it's because they've met some of those prophecies that I don't know if they'll touch on the sh on in the show. Yeah. But and like, some of it, some of it is just if like a person wants power and they can also channel, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, I'm the fuck dragon. it. I'm the dragon. Yeah. And some yeah. people believe them and some people don't. So Loghain has this force of people that believe him and he starts taking over nations. So he starts mm -hmm. with Gildon mm -hmm. and, Gildon? Gildon? Gildon. Gildon. I don't know. They've, they've pronounced it like four different ways in the show, so I'm not sure what show pronunciation they're going with. Uh, yeah, who knows? Um, but uh, so that's essentially who he is. He thinks he's the dragon. He has no right. proof beyond the fact that he can channel, and he's really strong. Yeah. They even say there's a couple lines that talk about his strength in this episode, and I wrote those down too. Um, um, Lan asks Moraine, is he as strong as Egwene? Which does two things. Number one, it tells us Egwene's going to be a badass when she learns. Yeah. And number two, it tells us that's a level to measure by, right? Um, but also, um, Leandrin, and I don't know the other green Aes Sedai's name. Do you? I don't think, I think she was made up for the show. She's not. I know she She's is. Not? No, she is the, um, what's the green Aja lead? High Marshal or something? Uh, is that supposed to be her? Because it's her. Hold how on. can they kill off? It's not the same one. In the books, we know that she dies capturing Loghain. Oh. Are we talking about the one that died? Yes. The one that died, yeah. Kareen, I think. Is Kareen. Okay. I just did I didn't remember that she Yeah, it's a it's a super minor, Kareen. it's a super minor line yeah. in the in the book. Interesting. But, uh, so she's most likely the head of the Green Aja. Um but uh, Interesting. those 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 three Moraine, uh, Al Alana, well those four Elaine, Alana, um, Leandrin, and Kareen should be like some of the more powerful Aes Sedai living, and they're struggling to control him. So that gives us a benchmark for just how strong he is. Um, so he's nuts power wise. Um, but yeah, essentially. False dragons pop up every once in a while. I think there was a line. Was there a line in this show? Did they mention that we haven't seen a false dragon in a while and now all of a sudden we have three? Did they say that line? I don't, or did I, I don't remember. Don't that. stand out, but they might have. Okay, that might be a line. Anymore. That might be a line from the books then. So yeah. um in the in the books at this point, we haven't seen a false dragon in like a hundred years, and in the last five we've had there's been like yeah, a there's bunch. been like three. Yeah. So Essentially, there's more people popping up saying, I'm the dragon, I'm the dragon, completely unrelated to each other, you know, mm -hmm. um, 
But the red, uh, the red Aja, the red Aes Sedai, their job is to find these false dragons and other men who can channel and basically rip the power out of them, um, which basically turns you stupid. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, well, pretty much. <laughs> like, one of the things uh, that I don't think is a big spoiler, like, going forward, it just it uh, underlies more of an understanding, because some people watching the show may not know, like, I know a huge, I didn't, and I kind of learned some of it during this episode, for instance, but like one of the questions I asked you earlier and you kind of expounded upon like the difference between like, so I guess there's different sects of these like uh, Sadai people. Um, there are you got seven? The green, obviously, the red, the blue is what we've seven. seen so far. Okay. And like, but one of the things was that I found interesting was like what you were talking about, uh, Sully, when you were talking about like the difference and like it's laid out like because i asked you i came out and said like well that one girl you know is kind of cool because she's got like two dudes two like, orders yeah, yeah because she's a green her. And, right, and, and she's and she's fucking both of them at the same time because she's a green Asha. i can curse yeah. here right yeah yeah i'm gonna yeah, yeah. sell gr this I isn't, isn't the sin of fanatics okay so um that was super cool to see so that was actually my favorite scene in the show or in this episode was them sitting around the fire because yeah. in the books, we we know Lan in the books, and we know a couple of other lo- warders, like, by book 10. Yeah. But, you don't know like, many. we don't meet any. We meet a few, but they don't get character. Mm-hmm. And this right. gave us, like, this whole group sitting around a fire talking, joking. I loved the two – I loved Alana's two warders sitting – or those, was that Alana's warders, right? Yeah, because uh, she was the one yeah. – she's mm-hmm. the only one in the show so far that's had more than one. And, like, I didn't even know they were both of hers. I thought, like, one of the warders may just have fun with them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, um, so first, I, they haven't covered it in the show. They've, they've briefly touched on it. But the big thing with warders is they can feel yeah. what the Aes Sedai is feeling. They, they, they did it in the previous episode because Nynaeve asked. Well, they did it in this episode, too, because the gentleman with the older, the green Sedai, Whenever she dies, how he yeah. starts yeah. to almost pass out on the battlefield because like, they, he's feeling they they said it really clearly in the third episode when Nynaeve was treating Moraine and she like pushed out all the demonic ooze. Yeah, she and said, he and Lan winces. You can you can feel everything she feels because this is gonna hurt. And yeah, yeah. Um, but so they um, and have then that... also when he's like, I shouldn't have drank. You always get so I was gonna <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the best line when she says he says. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't have had a drink. You always get emotional when I drink. Yeah. Which is because I, she is feels so drunk because He's drunk. he had a drink. Yeah. Um, but uh, but that scene was great. Yeah. So green, green Aja. Um, they're the battle Aja. They're they're the yeah they're the battle. And Aja. they they typically are known for having multiple warders. And they're also known they, for sleeping. Yeah. If they don't have multiple, it's because they have one who is. They like very much who they're married to, typically. pretty much. Usually, but but yeah. I like that they show Alana is sleeping with both of her warders, yeah. um, That's because great. they're like cuddling with each her. other by the fire, which is nice to have you know a little bit of gay rep in in the show because that's not in the books anywhere. Um, yeah, there's that's yeah, um, but um, yeah, just it was it's kind of cool to see that. Yeah, the Green Aja definitely bond. Uh, well, they. <laughs> They sleep with their warders, and it's mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of them. Not all, but most, 
most of them do. Yeah. Uh, the Red Aja, their job is to hunt down misuse of the power. Yes, mm-hmm. and they basically uh, they're very well known for just like hating men. Yep, yeah, obviously that's just obvious. in general. But, I feel hated every time the Red Aja shows up. <laughs> yeah, they just in general really they don't like dudes. That's but pretty much technically technically speaking by the book if they're doing their job right they would also hate women who can channel that aren't Aes Sedai. Yeah. But they, um, they definitely But they never do. They're, they're definitely like that one group of girls in high school that they only like each other and they pretend to like other people, but then they just like talk about you and stab you, you in the back at every other So they don't have – obviously they don't have no warders because it looks like warders no, are almost always don't. men. I don't think – I don't know if they can be women or not, but uh, it seems no, like they're men. No, not – it's not allowed. It's against the rules to bond a woman as your warder. Okay. It, it's against the rules, Sully. Um, <laughs> you can get a lot of trouble for bonding a woman as your warder. You can get in so a lot of trouble. The main character we followed throughout, I'm going to guess because her, because it looks like they dressed their color. She's like a blue. She's like, a blue uh, She's blue. Correct. And, and their, what is that supposed their to be? purpose is to find the dragon reborn. That's pretty oh, well, hold on. Hold it's on. not, but it is. Their, it's their the purpose, purpose. Their purpose is to find a cause and champion that cause. Sure. But the unwritten purpose of the Blue Aja mm-hmm. is to pretty much find the Dragon Reborn so that he can win the last battle. They can yeah. win the last okay. battle. Now, well, I was going to ask this real quick. It, there's obviously other colors. Y'all said technically up to possibly like mm-hmm. seven. Do you think we'll even touch on the rest yes. of the colors? Yes. We, we will see at least, like we'll see white. And yellow we'll at least see yellow. We'll, we'll definitely see yellow. They might, they, well, I think in the trailers we've seen all seven. We'll definitely see yellow. Um, when we get to the Amarlin seat, we'll see all of them because the Amarlin technically does n- no longer holds to an Aja. She's all of them, so she'll have a stole with all of the colors, and then she should have sitters for each Aja when we meet her. So we should at least see all of them. But there's like brown and gray and. A bunch of. I think we're missing. What what does Brown do? Brown are librarians. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, So, so, so the ones we've seen right now are the cool ones. Yes. The ones we haven't seen. You have white Um, is uh, white is philosophy. Gray is diplomacy. Yellow is healing, and brown is librarians. The yellow can be pretty cool. The yellow are cool, but I mean, like, compared to future reason. Yeah, but compared to. The battle Aja, the witch sure, hunting sure. Aja, and the spy Aja. Sure, sure, like, yeah. sure, sure, sure. sure, sure. The blue are also spies. They yes. they are information gathering. Yes. Got you. Now, so I will ask, this is a big moment in the show, like one of the uh, biggest moments in the show to me, is they're trying, so they have the battle out there going on outside this cave or tent or whatever they got this guy in, <clears throat> and they're trying to hold his power back, obviously, and like you say, he's very strong. So we have the Star Lord moment, but it was the uh, warder uh, from the uh, green uh, guy yeah. who ends up dying. Stefan, he, yeah, yeah, he comes running in with double axes, which looked really cool. I mean, he looked really cool doing it. He did, but it was a big mistake because he yeah, like seeps through the little thing that they have, kind of guarding him to not let his magic out, and because of that, the magic's able to seep, uh, seep through. And this dude, like, he wipes out the whole crew, man. I'm talking about people's necks being slashed. Like all this stuff's going on, and then we have one of the main characters who kind of was has been there from the very beginning. Nynaeve. 
Yeah, yeah. She gets like super crazy, yeah. like emotional yeah. because yeah. she really likes this yeah. uh, one water and everything else. Uh, and mm -hmm. so she, boom, mm -hmm. she's trying to hold his neck and then she gets super excited mm -hmm. and something kind of explodes from her. I guess she, I guess at this moment she knows now that she's a channeler, I guess. Mm -hmm. And she does something super awesome. Like yeah. she literally turns back time almost this basically. my favorite because, scene of the yeah, series so far. Everything yeah. gets healed it, it in an instant. Ass. Yeah, everything gets healed in an instant. And, and most people were almost dead to dying when she does it. And uh, so would that be, or does she turn, I guess... This could be a spoiler. Would she be like she so said? Yellow was healing, and they could mm. be cool. Would she be like the the yellow uh, person? Well, in do you want an actual answer? To that? I will. I will give you this answer. Nynaeve is my favorite character in the book, and before she chooses an Aja, my favorite was the blue Aja. But once she chose an Aja, it was the yellow. <laughs> so she likes. So she likes the color yellow. Is what you're basically. She saying. likes. Yeah. Daisy. I found it. I found it really disrupting that she was wearing a green dress yeah, this whole episode. So like so it's so distracting. Like because I was everyone's like wearing the wrong color. Yeah, and the same thing with um with I think isn't Nynaeve? Don't they have Nynaeve, Nynaeve dressed in blue? Because Egwene, they've made a Gwen was wearing like blue. Though I'm like, what are you doing? Like because just because they have like these like set colors yeah. that matter. It's kind of distracting when the female characters yeah. also wear a bright color. Yeah. Because you go, wait, are they? No, right. they're not. What's they're going just. On here? Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, I, I'm going to quote Jill here uh, when I rewatched it tonight. Jill said, wait, did she just heal all those people with her anger? Yeah. And I said, yes. Yes, she did. Character. That's exactly what she did. Um, <laughs> she gets angry and heals people. That's, yeah. that's her, that's her so, thing. So she has a block on her power because she Whoops. grew up denying it right mm -hmm. well but you saw it it exploded yeah. out of her and yeah. she she can only touch it when she experiences like heightened emotions so like the most emotions and so that's why she usually that's like anger. exploded with power was because right. she's been keeping it inside for like her whole life well, it was so Usually, powerful that the fake dragon, like there at yeah. the end, realizes that he's like, like I, I give up. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I, I'm not the the reborn dragon. Like he, he gives it up. He's like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, like, this it, person obviously the, is in the book. She's like the most powerful female user of the source, but of she the can't. Age. But she well, can only use it when, it, right? But yeah, she's more powerful limited. when she uses it. So yeah, she should basically she take somebody she loves next to her at all times, she, and then uh, just cut them. To, to, you know, to make to make her mad so she can always use her power like it will. She's she's basically Wizard Hulk. Yeah, yeah I got sure. you. Like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Now, one of the things that I kind of want to ask is uh, something that does pertain to the episode before this one, and you kind of mentioned them. Uh, there is like a dichotomy in in the show or in this world, obviously, that seems to be dominated by the the female of the species. Mm -hmm. uh, now there could be. I'm, I'm going to get to one thing about this after this, but I'm going to ask you this first. Like the white cloaks, is that like maybe the one division of like people that where the males may dominate yeah. in that certain particular? Uh, no, because Saldea, we're going to see other places where there are ma male dominated power structures. Yeah, but the the white cloaks are pretty much all dudes. They're like mm -hmm. the incels of the uh, um, yeah. Wheel of Time world. Yeah, and okay. and I will say I will say in the in the books the white cloaks are kind of a joke 
they didn't make him a joke in the show. No. Because, nah, I mean, that one dude looks pretty well. well I mean, no, because in, in the books, there's a couple of them who are legitimately super terrifying. Um, like the two, the two leads, the, 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 um, high questioner or whatever. What's... Yes. Any questioner is automatically well, terrifying. But the one that was the one whose name I never remember who was in that last episode. Uh, yeah. That one. Valda? Eamon Valda? Uh, maybe. Anyways. Could be. Um, Pretty much any questioner is just automatically, I don't like them. They're terrible. Now, I do wish they did what they did in the books. The questioners all have a shepherd's crook yeah. on their, yeah. um, on their white Rope. tunics, white which, cloaks. which the, the funny thing, if th- picture, picture a red shepherd's crook on a cloak, it's, it's a big old red question. They have a big old red question mark on their, on their <laughs> nice. shirts. Um, nice. So, um, uh, the two lead, um, white cloaks we see, they're kind of badass, but everyone else is kind of a joke. I did mm-hmm. like, he had that like trophy string of Aes Sedai yeah. rings. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Which we don't see anything like that in the, in the books. No. And that already sets him up as way more of a badass than he is yeah. in the, in the books. So I'm All excited right. to see where they go with them, with them kind of adapting, um, yeah, but there are there yeah. are more male dominated power structures. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, there's, I mean, there's kings, and, and I mean, we saw one of them in this episode. But the um, there, it's definitely, you know, the the ones who kind of control who uses the power. They're all women, uh, and obviously, a lot of the places we've seen so far have had councils of women. Um, we'll see places coming up that have queens who are in power and. The queens right. are the ones but who like, carry that power, you know. So, but I like, we're gonna get, um, we're gonna get the, um, uh, sh- we we will get the Shinarans this episode, uh, or this season because they were yeah. in the trailer. Um, yeah. they're very, very they're male, male dominated. dominated. Very um, dominated. Yeah. Um, I'm wearing the the traditional Shinarn, uh, yeah. hairstyle. Hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Like, I see you're in character. Yeah. Are we are we gonna get Aiel this season? Uh, we saw one in the trailer, but I think it's a but flashback. I think we already saw the one from the did. Well, no, because the one in the trailer is the Bloodstone. Oh. We see the Bloodstone in the trailer. The uh, oh. well, you somebody had mentioned. Uh, obviously, uh, y- y'all guys were talking about like the Twitter world, the internet, and like mm-hmm. the people being either happy or unhappy according on to what side they are, and especially like the book readers. You know, they kind of like the well, you know, that kind of thing going on. But beyond that, uh, one of the things is because of like in our world, like the two of the uh, at least definitely one of the things that I love Star Wars behind me here uh, and everything else. Um, like you, you have that thing that starts happening on the interwebs where they start talking about the fact of, oh, look at them making the men look weak and everything else. Right. Like the oh, we're, we're going to pull up our little typey fingers and we're going to type a bunch of things on there. <laughs> <laughs> the show makes me and my manhood look weak. Like that's that's starting to start happening, right? Because and I get the feeling like it may start happening with this show because we've seen it with Star. I'm sure it will. Yeah, there's a lot of has. very there's a lot of very strong women in this series, right? And we saw it with MCU because two of their best, like most recent movies, you know, like Black Widow, we had Captain uh, Marvel and everything else happen, and it started to like creep in even to the most popular thing, or at least what seems like. The most popular mm-hmm. thing because it seems like everything's positive over there mcu started having that little bit of negativity come out with all those sorts of things so like i am expecting to have those like oh you it's know, already yeah it's all right and it's probably been around 
<laughs> in the books too. It, well, and it, it already happened with, you know, we had mentioned there were changes. Um, one of the changes that happens in episode one, um, there were already those people coming out for. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, what the, was the change? Like, it's really not a spoiler. The show's already started and everything well, else. Well, so. it is a... Uh, well, I mean, we've already... Kristen and I have already accidentally spoiled. I disagree. Uh, Nothing okay. has happened. There's so, been no um, spoils. They mention I'm just gonna I'm just gonna out with it. Um, they mention that there are four Taviran in episode one. Now we don't know yet what a Taviran is, um, but essentially a Taviran is important, okay. right? And the four Taviran we have in the in the show are Matt, Perrin, Rand, and Egwene. In the books, we have There's three Taviran: Matt, Perrin, Rand, and that's it. And Rand. Okay. That's it. Just the three um, of them. So they made Egwene a Taviran, which does make sense for her story in the future. Mm -hmm. But it also is unnecessary. Yes. The other thing they say is that the Dragon Reborn, we don't know Could if they are a, a man or a, man or a yeah. woman. That is not a question in the books. Not at all. In the okay. books, we know it's a man. Okay. It, it, ha it has to be. Oh. It has to be a man. So yes. they took and added an important kind of like uh, subtitle, yeah. basically. Yeah, and to that one and of the women to make them that more change important. that right. change had automatically people were like, you know, and they're so going to change the, the whole show. Book, they're pretending be... like men and women could possibly be the drag. Oh wait, wait one second. I got to pull up Twitter. Well, you know, <laughs> they put a subtitle on girl. Oh my yeah. God, my manhood is going to hell. Oh God, look at these people and they're destroying my life. Okay, I had to go ahead and put that on Twitter, uh, which you can follow me at at Campbell Seven Seven US. You know, that's a, you know, Justin, that's a really nice ivory tower from someone who dropped the G word earlier. That's true. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. I'm kidding. I don't but care. I didn't even know that word was bad. Now, <laughs> yeah, I know. Because like, I, I actually like, I actually love those people. Like, I love like the uh, animated Hunchback of Notre Dame, for instance, and I love the those characters that are called yeah. that in the show. The, the like, Romani, I think cool. the Romani. Yeah, I think people. they're cool as all all get out. One hundred percent. But the thing is, it wasn't. It wasn't like offensive. I mean, it was. They just didn't like no. push yeah. about it until well, like the last like ten years. I mean, it's essentially, it's, yeah. Anyways, so back to Wheel yeah, of Time. We digress. Um, <laughs> uh, so the, um, the, 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 the issue is, the issue I have with making a Gwen Taviran is that a Taviran is not just a title. It does have a supernatural component to it. Okay. And in my opinion... Egwene is badass without that supernatural component. Yeah. So in and my opinion, it lessens her character by making her that. See, right. I, I, and I made this argument before we started. Yeah. There's an argument that they say there's only the three. There's an argument that there's six and that there's three men and three women. That it, it, it basically, if you're Taviran, you, you set the path of, of the tapestry. That's, mm -hmm. that's the beginning of the show. It's the weaving of the tapestry. That's, the fates of the world, basically. And the Taviran shape the world around them. But even when you have the three main guys not around, the world shapes itself around these three women. 
And so there's an argument that there's, you know, they might not be as strong in, in terms of shaping the world around them as the three dudes mm -hmm. that there's six Taviran and these women are just as important to the shaping of, of what happens. And so it's, it's not really as far-fetched to say she's Taviran. I, I would argue she probably is in the book as well. It's well, just and it's funny. Saying that I didn't could know. Be the drag, and I think cheapens her character in terms of is she only important because she could be the, the dragon. dragon. And in the book, she has a much more, I would argue, a much more important role to play in That's the book. True. Um, so it's funny. I didn't know Kristen loved The Wheel of Time as much as she did until I was already on the second to last book. Yeah. Um, but around book 10, as I was reading book 10, I went, is it Gwen Tavirin? <laughs> and if I had known, I would have probably sent that question to, to Kristen. Yeah. Are we so, going to find out a Gwen's Tavirin? So um, it's never, it, the thing is, it's never explicitly spelled out, but the way that, that as you read the books, and I think the show has shown it a few times already with certain characters, just the way that things happen and the way that the story narrates itself around specific people, it, it kind of is playing out in the same way the book does where the story really circles around people and certain, mm -hmm. like when they make action, it has very large effect. And there's a huge argument to say, even though it's not spelled out in the book that Egwene and a few other people are also Tavirian. So I don't think that's as far fetched for me. It's, it's just really trying to tie her importance into this thing where she could be the dragon. She's a great character without that in the book. Like she doesn't need that. The reason she's important is because she's one of the strongest users of, of the source. Even before she knows that she can use it, when Moraine comes into the village, she looks at Egwene and she's like, hot dang, she's like the most <laughs> powerful sort, sor you know, she's the most powerful source user I have ever seen. And it sounds that's like you're saying force Egwene user with I know, isn't list. that weird? Um, but it's like she she has the you know uh, opportunity to be one of the most powerful people in the whole world right without having without to be... even without mm -hmm. even being the dragon reborn so i to me i didn't really need that extra thing and i understand like you want to keep the mystery alive but you have three dudes just let the mystery be with the three dudes you know yeah let um, Egwene be her own. Which I'll, I'll shout out. I'm going to shout out uh, Jake Berlin, who's also loving this show. So he's never read the books, but if you need another rando on the show, Jake there Berlin loves loves the, loves the show. Um, uh, he texted me after he watched it. He went, wait, is Nynaeve the Dragon Reborn? And I just outright told him, I'm like, no, no, nah, she's not. I mean, just because <clears throat> she had that big explosion of power. Yeah. yeah. But not nah, like me when it comes to any of this stuff, just because like, for instance, Game of Thrones, Star mm -hmm. Wars, all these Hamilton. things. And that and that's one of the things that like uh we were talking about when we did the first three episode review as a telling Adelia and stuff is like this is one of those times where this book was actually like obviously a decent amount older than this show first coming out. And it looks like this story is you know kind of taking away things that you would find in like fantasy because we had Dune, right? Like the movie just come mm -hmm. out, people went and watched Star Wars, Game of Thrones, all these prophecies and stuff like that. This entails a prophecy. But this book is a lot older than the show, so it's not like they're just blatantly like taking away things and putting it on the show. The book was there, right. and that they have to follow right. that. Now, my thing with this is, is like when it comes to these kind of things, because of all the things I've read or been a part of and liked and everything else, to know 
bro, that ain't it. That was way too obvious. Like, so yeah, that one, I totally 100%. When she did that, I was like, she's not it. It's not she it. Not her. Yeah. She's not it. And like, uh, she's, like I automatically she's badass, think, but she's yeah. just, she's just a regular badass. And I automatically think Rand's not it. Like I've said before on this, before the show started, because like, I just think that's the easiest one. Right. Like, you know, it's the good looking hulking dude. That's like probably the coolest out of the, like right that's now. True. He's pretty. Show, yeah, he's yeah. pretty. He's very he pretty. seems pretty cool. He, he broke down really that door. Good. He broke yeah, down yeah. that unbreakable door, though. Yeah, exactly. That is true. And if you play D&D, that's a tough thing sometimes. The door gives you more problems sometimes than the actual monsters in Dungeons & Dragons, to be perfectly honest with you. So that's Open pretty the impressive. door. Roll. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah, <laughs> man. Nobody opens the door, man. Can't even get the door open. You roll like a six. And I'm sorry. Exactly. You needed seven yep. to open the door. So... I have, but yeah, I like have, that's the thing. But like, whenever I go into things like this, is that kind of notion that, like, okay, not that, not that you're distracting me. Like, I knew the dude that said he was the dragon reborn, okay, you know, even though he was a badass. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I knew he was not it, like, 100% not going to be it. They did a good job, even though you kind of know he's not, even they, though they, they even, make you think he is. Yeah. They do a good job. He, you don't get that backstory with him. So they kind of made some of that up. But I think it gives him a better character. It like makes him have a motivation. Well, and I and really like the, the book, but in I, in the show, I think it was necessary, and I really liked how they there handled. was that there was that really nice scene with Lan and Marine. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about. Oh, Lugang. that was that was cool too. That was a great. That was a great. And then you see the king in the battle. Yeah, my dies. Like, that was so. That was like, dope. Yeah, I'm going to say this, though, with the King thing, because I know you're going to talk about, like, one of the main Sadai going in and having that discussion with him, mm-hmm. like, you know, when it was just them two. She was like, we got to hurry up because other people's about to come in here so yeah. I can talk to you by my... But at the very beginning of the show with the King thing, I think what's interesting that I'm finding out just because of you talking about certain things in the book, which I love, and I, shoot, now I'm kind of almost getting interested in possibly jumping into one of the books now. Wait, because- wait till the season's over. That's yeah, my you might as well. Okay. Yeah. So, might as well. because like what you were talking about earlier with some of the backstory with this guy being kind of a background character and talking about a little bit of uh, what they kind of explain in the book that this uh, fake dragon, you know, whatever, you know, he's he's fake, but like it was kind of cool that they almost used some of the stuff in the book in this episode, like to where he does believe he's the dragon reborn because when he goes up to the king, right? He says, I'm not here to destroy and make the mistakes like the past. And one of the things you said in the book was the last person that was the dragon reborn, like actually destroyed some stuff. So like, he's like, I'm trying to keep everything together. Yeah. But he was trying to, this guy obviously was trying to keep things together and didn't kill the king. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he kept him alive on purpose and and everything. So that's a thing that I really like that they did because in the book, you just kind of, anyone who any male who has the power is like automatically evil, but that's not necessarily true. And I think the fact that they took the time to flesh his character out and show that he has motivation and he has, you know, good character behind what he's doing was really important for later. Nice. I think that, I mean, he comes back and he becomes a a pretty, not a huge character, but he has a very important role to play. He's and like a um, he's like a Wedge Antilles level character, sure. Right? Like, but like he, he has a very important role to play, and I think giving him that motivation now 
makes that role even better later. If we can get that far, like if we get through the whole series, right. yeah, I'm really hopefully. interested. Let's hope. Uh, so. Let's let's. Uh, there's one other change um, that I wanted to touch on, and it involves Loghain. Uh They gentled Loghain, um at the end of that episode. Which so, they do in the book, which, just not yet. Which we have that nice scene with uh, Tom explaining to Rand about his nephew, Owen. And saying his nephew had the power and they gentled him. And then after they gentled him, he was just, you know, basically broken, broken and slit his own throat. Mm-hmm. So I thought the gentling scene was really, really cool with them physically showing the power ripping from his mm-hmm. chest. But the most subtle thing that I probably wouldn't have caught if I didn't I have a big giant TV. Yep. Don't gotcha. you know. Uh Jill bought a big giant TV when we moved into the new apartment. I said, Great. Um <laughs> so if I didn't have the big giant TV, I wouldn't have noticed the tears flying through his, from his eyes yeah. as that happened. Because it's such a depressing thing. The way we don't get inside the characters' heads as much as we in the in the show as we do in the books. Touching and using the touching the power, touching the taint, um, or touching the taint, um, <laughs> uh, can be a very very. Uh, it it is described as finally feeling alive in the books, mm-hmm. um, and when they when they let go of the power when they stop using the power, um, like even you know like if they're fighting a battle at the end of that battle when they let stop using the power they get this like kind of wave of like depression and longing to use the power again. It's an addiction. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you so, so the, the fact that you show those tears flying from his eyes and as he's falling that just look on his face, I thought was so amazing. It's super interesting that they gentled him now because in the books before he's gentled, he encounters another character that matters. Actually, I'll just say he encounters the dragon. He encounters the actual dragon in the books. It's true. Mm-hmm. And that's when he realizes he's not the dragon. Right. So they kind of just did that in this episode, like way beforehand. Yeah. Right. I mean, he, and, he realizes like, well, if she has more power than me, then I definitely can't be the dragon. See, my thing is, is like, I get what you're saying, Sully, but the way they kind of portray, like, cause I'll move on mm-hmm. to another thing in this, because some people may think the same thing I did for a second when we first got together on here. But when that was occurring, my thought process, not knowing anything in the books was like, he just, he actually, it was almost like he gave up because when he yeah. saw Homegirl like heal everybody like that, that he was kind of like already about, he was almost like, because it, it almost feel like, like that power was affecting him. But if he was a dragon reborn, he needed to keep it because he needed to do his thing. But then when he saw what she could do, and realize, oh my God, like, because he legitimately thought that she was possibly the actual Dragon Reborn, that he mm-hmm. almost was like, almost, like, still kind of sad about it, but almost was willing to just give it up at that point. Because, yeah, like, I mean, he wasn't what he thought he was. I think because he's the kind of character that he's, he's not in it for the power or whatever. He legitimately yeah. wants to be helpful and to help heal the world. And so, you know, now that he knows he's not, he's just kind of like, well. Oh, crap. I've been doing some shitty things. You know, things. like I should probably I mean, not then. 
since I'm not. I've been killing some folks yeah. because I thought this, yeah. and now I don't think so, this. Yeah, or, I mean, or... I think I think that's fair too to say like he kind of like gives up a little bit, but yeah, it's yeah. But not like, I'm not saying give up in a bad way. I'm kind of no, like he was almost no. like I felt like that the the way his expression was, the way he says it, it if, if they wouldn't have ripped it out of him. That I, like and, and forcefully like they did that he to me he possibly could have been like a person that would have stepped up and said take this from me yeah like, it, willingly it, like take maybe, it from me because like maybe, maybe. well that I think maybe. that's a little too spoilery but um <laughs> like twelve books down the road <laughs> yeah twelve books maybe. down the road um so uh um. There's, I, I want to ask Kristen some things without giving any detail. <laughs> um, so two things I noticed in this – well, one thing that was pretty obvious in the episode if you've read the books. The other one that I noticed and I was looking for at this episode, Land's sword doesn't have a heron on it. I didn't notice it. Yeah. Um, so – or not – sorry, not Rand. <clears throat> Land's sword. Yeah, you said Land, does- didn't you? Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah, because Rand's um, so definitely does. In the first episode, we see Rand's sword has a heron on it, um, which is an important thing. And I think Land calls attention to that in Shadow, Lo- Shadow Logoth. I think he says, like, that's a, you know, Aaron nice Earth. blade for a shepherd. Yeah. Whatever. Um, um, I didn't really notice it on his, on Land's. I wasn't yeah, really I'm wondering if they, if they just removed that. Um, I think maybe it's just not a, I don't know. Not a, an obvious detail. The second thing was the Brigitte doll. Yeah, I liked the Brigitte doll. Oh my god. Um really the Brigitte doll was important. We, we stand the, Brigitte doll. The the little girl gives Matt the Brigitte doll. Yeah, um, it's really cute. Which A was super cute and B it actually does matter to eventually. something later. Eventually. Now yeah. <laughs> Well, I was going to say with Matt cuz like listen, the way they kind of portrayed it because they made it weird. He's like puking outside, which is mm-hmm. already gross. Yeah. But then like this black slime's coming up yeah. to his mouth and then one thing i noticed was is yo bro you just puked why are you touching everybody's bread like that without <laughs> covering your hands i was well, like that's kind of nasty bro it's kind of nasty man because only so, he can see the puke yeah so, <laughs> so when he gets the bread and everything and i'm already like dude all right cool you're a bad guy because you're touching this you know throw up bread now you're gonna start feeding your friends over there he goes into the like uh oral the other people wake up or he goes to try to go to sleep he wakes up everything's boom crazy um, Rand wakes up. He's missing. Uh, they go into the house, and because of the weird black stuff that's coming into his mouth and the blades doing something, I actually thought before we started, like, got into the pre-show for mm-hmm. this, I actually thought that like that character possibly killed the family. Mm-mm. Oh no! And I was like, hey, why y'all trying to let this dude escape, bro? He just killed his family and that little <laughs> girl. But like, like you said, like I figured that he killed them, and then that's what brought the dark fiends there. You know, no, they're the, called. The they show up. The Obviously, like you said, they were already there. They killed the family, and for whatever reason, like I guess the blade that he has was helping him be able to see like mm-hmm. these things yep. out there. The blade has a weird mm-hmm. connection to uh, things of the dark. I, mm-hmm. 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 Because his name's being Matt in this show, I kind of hope one of the Dark Fiend guys' names just Bob. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of yeah, yeah. Bob Matt. the Fade. No, they have yeah. they have really they have really dumb names like Ishamael and Moradrid. Landfear. It sounds Landfear. like they just took names from the Bible and added a couple of more syllables. Uh, 
The main char- the, the the main characters' names are Matt Perrin, who is the um actually do you want the um do you want the etymological etymol, et, et, etymological origins of a few of the names? Yeah, no. go ahead. I mean, she, well, okay. ahead, well, obviously she uh, doesn't, but I'm so, like, hey, cool. Like, I don't. Uh, so Perrin is the name of a uh, Scandinavian god of wolves. Okay. Uh, Makes the, sense for the wolves. That's not a character development. The, the main, the main character, or the 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 main character's name's Matt, which is obviously a reference to uh, Matt Damon. Uh, yeah. And then you have, yeah, yeah, awesome. and then you have uh, the other main character, Rand. His last name is literally Thor. Al Thor. Um, Egwene is a reference to um, King Arthur. What's the um uh, the the lady uh, the lady Guinevere. Egwene. The spelling is very similar to like the spelling is like an anagram of Guinevere, kind okay. of. Kind of. Um, Kind of, um, not exactly, but clo- close. Um, and then um, uh, Matt is supposed to be Lancelot. Okay. The, yeah, there's Matt also and there's also a character in same, the books. There's a character in the books that they'll probably bring up later, named Arthur Pendrag, like Arthur, Arthur Pendragon, Pendragon, which is King Arthur. It's literally so, yeah. I mean, there's there's like a. a kind of wink wink like that the world is kind of connected to that universe so there's also the wink wink theory that this world is like a future a a future version of earth after it was like annihilated by nuclear war is there a character in here with the last name star walker no you know what? I think in the books there is someone with a with a name close, but it's just one it's of those not, again throwaway yeah, characters. Yeah, it's not I got like you. a big thing. Uh, now I will say this though: the, the one nitpick about this show, but I've seen this uh, happen in a couple of things that I've been uh, have watched here uh, recently. Uh, but one of them is like, okay, cool. I get that the king's out there and he's rushing, but don't say army when it's like twenty dudes. Okay, that's not an <laughs> army. I literally saw the same guy fly up into the air from an explosion like three times. Look, he was, he was very determined. To be fair, he, to be fair, this was shot got, during. Got up again. He's you're never going to get him down. He gets knocked down. He gets up again. I mean, he, hey, he was you are right. He's a very determined, dude. Because I saw uh, him blow up in the air like three times. To be fair, this was shot during quarantine. Yeah, and, yeah. and so. The, I'm not going to say it had a limited budget because it really didn't, but they. They didn't. Um, they spent the budget in other places. They did. Um, yeah, but sure. my thing is like this, this changed the word from army to be like, hey, this group of guys are coming. <laughs> the yeah. small force of uh, yeah, the small force of yeah. uh, like uh, the thing with like Dune. They made like the main family in that movie like, oh, they're the greatest warriors of all time. We're all so scared of them. We have to go get these other guys. And I'm like, bro, they just really got their ass kicked in like five seconds. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, right. it's it's you know it's it's television versus uh, you know, sure. and and yeah. I mean it's uh, we get spoiled though, said, Sully. They do that say that was my biggest thing. They do say spoiled. Game of Thrones, the 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 quality they put out there, well, what HBO or even, does with their shows. Like, I mean, there's that Battle of the Bastards where literally they had thousands of people, just but not their shot dead. during quarantine. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. But we also get spoiled episode one where we have that huge army of Trollocs. That's like hundreds and hundreds of Trollocs. And in the book, it's only a hundred Trollocs. Yeah. 
So they do okay, cool. like they they do an interesting thing there where like oh, it's a fuck it's a bunch of them, but like we also get spoiled there where we see a big giant battle in the first one. However, yeah. it is said seven Aes Sedai can hold back an army. That's true. You know, when they're no, not I mean, also not, three of them that, trying to hold back one. Right, and that's not my problem because I'm like, yo, these these girls got some skills. That one girl, she does that one thing. She doesn't even look like she struggles. Like stuff comes through her body to the ground, explodes out, and that one guy, that was like the fourth time he blew up into the air was at that moment. <laughs> like when when she does that, right, and I'm just like, whoa, dude, like this is pretty cool. I don't think, but like, you know what? So I don't I, think I, were... I could believe they could hold back an army, but it was just like, hey, like just change the word, man. You know what I'm saying? I just don't be like, yo, dog, this was like a these this was a group of hardy adventurers coming up against us. You know what I'm saying? Don't say I don't army. think they were, I don't think they were limited on uh, people to be in the army. They were limited on stunt performers. That's Probably. why it's the same guy blowing up yeah. because he was they the only like, guy he was qualified. Like the only one. Yeah. He was the only one that they were like, well, can we blow you up? And he's like, yeah. And he was the only one who said, yeah. It was like, look, he, he blew up like three times. One time he was wearing like a bandana. The second time he had some sunglasses on. Then like another time he was like, I was just like, bro, come on, dude. Like, how many times is this guy? Gotta get no, no, up there, in the air. it's it's four different people. They're they're quadruplets. Oh, I got you. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That yeah, yeah. Bro, it's like Ron, that. Lon, Fawn, Don. Ton. Yeah, I went Ton. Uh, <laughs> what um. Yeah. yeah, this was a good episode. <laughs> it was yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I loved it. Uh, like, like I said, it, that that's even a funny story that I can tell. Like, it, so it's a little small nitpick. It's like the one thing about this episode is that one guy kept blowing up. But <laughs> besides that, like, I think it was really great. I guess we could go ahead and go through our like uh, last things you may want to point out or say about the episode, kind of like what we did at the very well, beginning where we talked about overall things, unless you got, go ahead. So, well, I want to know, do you have any, do do either of you have any, any book questions, any, mm. any questions for, uh, for books? Uh, <laughs> what is, I, I got one. Um, uh, I'm going to go with one not so serious and then a more serious one afterwards. Uh, the not so serious one is, uh, can you remember a specific line of how they describe the tank? <laughs> I mean, um, we already said dark. Blue. It is, it is described as slick and oily. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, I think like black and oily. It is also, um, <laughs> It is also both uh, freezing cold and burning hot. And burning hot. Oh god, the dark one's taint. <laughs> you can feel up. it. I think. I think they they kind of say you can feel it seeping into you. Mm-hmm. I think something like that. And when you release the power, you feel like you're co- co- uh, coated with the dark one's slick, oily taint. <laughs> I don't know that that's a direct quote. <laughs> that is. It absolutely what? is. Um, touching it feels, uh, oh gosh, what is it? It's like touching it feels like trying to grasp onto like fire. Or something. I think they should have kept it tainted. I mean, this would have been something we could have talked about for days to come. You know what I'm saying? But like, it honestly, <laughs> I read these books when I was like pretty young. So I didn't really think that that was funny. Um, Kristen, I just want you to know there is a subreddit called now. wetland. There is a subreddit called wetlander humor. That's fair. Um, mm-hmm. You'd probably enjoy nice. it. Probably. See, I 
I got all the, that out of my system, like back in like the 2000s when I was on um, Wheel of Time message boards. And, so, and that, um, yeah, we got that all out of our system ages ago. <laughs> yeah, we got that all out. So we do not have to talk about the taint on any other That's episode true. that we no, break down. No, no so, tents here. Uh, the, I guess the, the serious one is, I, I kind of already know this, but I think it'd be kind of cool like for people that are, are like me that watch this uh, episode and like see the review is like, we are talking about how far they have progressed through the books, right? Like, so like by episode four, for instance, there's, we know there's like 14 books and they're super long. Uh, you were uh, kind of saying about like what chapter they were probably in during that time. So like, so you, so like about how far in the books are they already through four episodes? There... We are both. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, we, They've skipped a lot. That was just kind of like, you know, unnecessary journeying. Um, we are through at least a quarter of the book by now. It's and I would say it's weird because we're both halfway through the book and and a quarter through like the book. Quarter, yeah, it's it depends and on what character you're talking about. Because so so let's OK, let's there's an elephant in the room here. Tom Marilyn. Yeah, um, the, the Gleeman. He doesn't the get, bard. he doesn't fight that fade until like halfway through the book. Um, right? we had, we had that, we had that guy for an episode. Yeah. No, but in the, in the show, we had him for an episode. One, he's right. supposed to show up at the beginning of the series. He, yeah. He should have been in the first episode. The reason he wasn't was because the actor had a scheduling conflict. So we had him for one episode yeah. and now he's, he's gone. gone. And he lasts for about half the book. Um, okay. Half the nice. first book. So I mean, we're we're already well ahead of his story, you know. And well, I think I think his, I think the things he did add, are relevant, mm -hmm. but only to book readers, right? Like, yeah, because right. the, the Owen story mattered. Like the things he he kind of taught Matt a lot in that first episode. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the morale, or in the in his first episode, in the third episode, um, like the like the morality discussions with um. Mm -hmm. When he's robbing the Aiel. Um, did you guys notice the Aiel had red hair? Yeah. Who would, yeah, such a weird, such a weird such thing. Such a weird thing. Such a weird thing. The Aiel had red hair. What other character has red hair? Um, Man, who knows? Anyways. Um, it's so important. Hair is important. Uh, so, well, so it's, not only so, the color or what people dress is no. important. So, so not, well, because that no. because uh, in episode three, uh, Tom makes that discussion of, you know, normally you can only you can tell. Yeah, you only see that where someone's hair from in that IEL waste mm -hmm. or something. And then I, you know, and yeah. and Rand is from a town of mostly dark skinned, dark haired, dark eyed people. Yeah, and he's the only dude with red hair. And he's the white boy with red hair and blue eyes. Yeah. Or green eyes or gray it's eyes. It's a little suspicious. A little suspicious. Okay. Little suspicious. I think uh I think uh uh Papa Tam Al Thor might have been you know traveling around getting some Aiel. Um yeah, okay. how did you guys how did you guys like uh uh Rand's dad, Tam Al Thor? I thought he was okay, but I like, like uh, do, 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 like do you realize who do you realize who played him? Bruce Bruce Bolton. It's Bruce Bolton. Bruce Bolton. Yeah. yeah, that guy's kind of an asshole. Now I don't like his yeah. dad. Yeah, but his dad was so sweet. His dad was such a sweetheart. You did such a good job yeah, being I mean, a completely yeah, different character. I turned yeah, to Jill. I'm but... like, I'm glad this guy finally gets to play a like a nice, you know, like a, kind nice, of a nice dude. dad. Like a, a nice, nice dad. dad. 
He got to play bad. And he did dad it well because I didn't notice. I didn't notice it. Like he was yeah. at least different enough, and it wasn't in my head, right? Like to be thinking about like where some of these characters may have well, yeah, played in other shows and stuff. Big like that. ugly beard. Yeah, that's true. It looked like your beard, but like scraggly and gray and patchy. Hey, I got like, why gray. did start? Well, I know, but but that's fine. Gray's good, but like he had a full gray beard with you know patches. You don't have patches. Hell no, I don't. But Adelia, do you have anything to ask home from like? You're gonna ask Adelia if she had patches. No, no, not patches. I mean, but Adelia, sure do you have a patchy gray beard? Do you have patches? But, but uh, nah, do you like have any questions that might pertain like from the show or the book or something that you're interested? In? I I was just wondering if Moraine seems as detached in the book as she sort of does in the show, or yeah. if that was more of like an acting choice Rosamund Pike is making, or. No, I, I think Moraine's pretty detached. And actually, all of the Aes Sedai are supposed to come off yeah. as detached, but they don't, just Moraine. Yeah, yeah. In, in the book they're described as kind of being, you know, they, they kind of have, are a little more emotionless. They 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 keep everything close to their chest. Um, and Leandrin is a bitch. Um, yeah, except for the, the Reds. The Reds are just... The Red crazy. sister yeah. sucks. She's, yeah. she's terrible. I hate her. But no, I, I think that it was a, a good choice to kind of keep her a little more detached. Um, You know, she shows the emotions to Lan. And I think that that was a good choice to keep it, you know, she opens herself up to it when she's behind that wall, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but when she she's is... in front of other people, she she doesn't. So her warder, do we get him pretty early in the books? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's through the. You said like some of them you don't really get to know until like ten. No, he's only him. He's the only one. He's important for the whole series. Yeah. Now, so the homegirl that has that explosion of healing that comes out to save him. Like I did get that look when she was stacking up some wood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that mm-hmm. might be foreshadowing. Some this is my favorite part of the series. So yeah, that she was looking at dude and thinking what I gather was she's kind of looking at him like oh it looks like these warders and these like i said nah, i'd be like getting it on uh till three in the morning and he was like is, is that the same thing with him and, and and her like uh that's what i think she she kind of had those eyes looking at him you know what i'm saying those jealousy eyes yeah a little bit yeah those it was like eyes. or hungry eyes like i like to yeah do, like, I like no um the naive land stuff is my favorite part of the whole of the whole show so far Mine, mine is the bad guys are intriguing and different enough for me to like really kind of like, okay, like that's are, one of the things. Are they because they're just orcs and ring wraiths? Yeah, they're just orcs. And, well, I mean, and like, you know what I'm saying? there's I'm not, no, there's not even fan, any so car. Ring race thing are kind of new to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I know, but I, I mean, oh, it's funny. The rings ring race, yeah, like, yeah. Like they're literally like it's funny because I think he the, means like the dark friends so far. Oh, like, you mean like the um, like you know the the the. Her, the barkeep, she was a really interesting she character. She was great. Yeah. Yeah, she was really good. And then um, you got like the white cloaks who aren't necessarily good guys. And um I like how the Trollocs are basically Minotaurs. They're, they're so bad good. Minotaurs. They're, they're no. supposed to be various animals. Okay. The Trollocs are um they are beastmen from Warhammer. Sure. Okay. Um like oh I broke one. Whoopsies. Um like straight up. Like Okay. But they're very like. There's ones that are like wolves and ones that are like sheep and and owls. I like the owl ones. I yeah. There's like one that's like a that is like one a of hawk the or something. 
I do think it's smart that their battle and most of the time they've showed up so far has been in the dark setting because like you that's can hide a thing. lot of CGI. yeah CGI like you, you can don't hide have a to, lot like, of CGI. Well, they're mostly yeah. practical. Yeah, they're. Really? I think they enhance yeah. them with. I yeah, think they when, enhance when them with CGI the shots, and they have a bunch of them. A lot of but CGI, the, but when you get oh, the close-ups, a lot of it's practical. Yeah, a yeah. lot of that's you practical. Yeah. Um, which is which is one of the reasons why like so one of the cool things in the books. The warders are supposed to have these color shifting cloaks. Mm -hmm. They're like active camo, like from yeah. Halo. It's like it's like Frodo's cloak in in the Lord yeah. of the Rings that Galadriel gives him. That, can that we only get one scene of, and the... you only get one scene of, and it makes it appear like it's stone instead of like actually just shifting color. It just changes into rock. But yeah, so the warders are supposed to have color shifting cloaks, and they said because mm -hmm. we went with so much practical, and we don't have they the budget to do it CGI, yeah. we didn't. We just ignored that part. Um, yeah, I don't think that's... It's yeah. not important, but, oh, well. like, it's super interesting how much... A lot of it is practical. A lot of the locations are all practical, and mm -hmm. um, I think that that's, that's done a lot to make the show look better. Um, I do think some of the CGI could be better with the with the magic. Yeah. <laughs> I, sure. Like I said, this, this fourth episode, I'm not... I don't want to say, like, it's cheaply uh, or looks cheap, like I did after the first three, I, I can't finger point it. And I told Adelia then, like I couldn't finger point it, but it just looked like I could tell, like I'm watching it and I'm like, Oh, this is a show. Yeah. Right. Because like I said earlier, we get spoiled, like the Mandalorian game of Thrones, like those type of shows that we're getting now on streaming services. Like I could go watch an episode of the Mandalorian at the movie theater and think I didn't mm -hmm. know any difference. Like it, it's movie quality on your TV stream. You know what I'm saying? Like while you're streaming it. And same thing with Game of Thrones when that used to, you know, was still going. Like the quality of all the episodes and how it looked and all this stuff and the set pieces. I felt like, and, and I was fine with that. Like that's not a big knock on it because it is a show ultimately mm -hmm. um, and everything else. And I think we are getting spoiled with some of these big time budget shows. Well, that come but out. The, the, boy, the, the Boys is an even better example because it's another Amazon show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Like The Boys, you never have a problem with CGI. It always looks Yeah, great. but I don't think, like... I think the CGI for that is a little bit more manageable because you it's set in the world. Yeah, you like, don't have to spend as much money on spend as much time making and... Shatter Logoth out of, you yeah. know. And so. and the things in it are are more known even with the superpowers. It's like you you kind of know how things are supposed to react yeah. in the you real just, world. You, and you just have to and and that and you just have to animate Batman and Superman yeah. and Flash. Sure, sure. You know? Now. I want you guys to answer this honestly, and this will be one of the last things, and we can get out of here because we've actually gone on longer than the episode that actually went on. But we've been kind of covering. How dare we've been, you? We've been kind of covering all four episodes, yeah. to be honest with you, in certain ways. But so my last question, it, I want you to spoil the shit out of it, right? I want you to tell me yes or no. Please tell me, does this show or this series, the books, does it end with them all making it to this big wheel that is uh, turning and someone just sticking a big log into it to stop it. Uh, that's the end of the first book. Okay. All right. Uh, well, at least something happens to keep that's, the story going. In, in all honesty, that's kind of actually the end of the first book. Not like literally. It's it's more like a big pool of light. And they stick a log. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I don't think they're going to end this season the well, way the first I book ends. Bro, stuff like this right here sometimes makes me think I may be psychic. I mean, it's I not know. like it's that's not like what happens. But it kind of is. <laughs> like you can't break the wheel, really. 
Is there a real wheel? No, no it's a metaphysical okay. wheel. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking too. Like uh, we were talking about it. Like, I thought that was just like a metaphor about life, right? Like because you can look at our our world today, right? Like the because we have the one percent with most of the wealth, like especially like in America, right? Like we're all kind of stuck in this wheel where we just keep turning and going and mm -hmm. there's really nothing we can do almost unless you get super lucky to break out of that wheel. Like you just kind of stuck there. A lot of people stay where they grew up at. They don't really get to see the world and everything else. Not so many, like just that kind of thing. It, like your, your dad's a farmer, like in this setting, right in this fantasy world, your dad's a farmer, you're going to be a farmer. Your son's going to be a farmer, you know, and it just keeps going like that. Matt's, Matt's mom says you're going to turn out just like your dad, a prick. Yeah, that's I mean, true. so, like, that's the thing, right? Like, and that kind of happens, like, you grow up, and then you turn out to be like, damn, I'm just like my parents, and I hated mm -hmm. them. You know what I'm saying? The wheel, like the wheel weaves as the wheel wills. The right, wheel and, the wheel wills. like, so, basically, in the end, like, it's, like, cool, like, so something happens, this wheel, you know, whatever, metal, you know, just a metaphor, whatever, happens, and then people's able to become, like, something maybe, uh, they never thought they could have become like heroes could come out and stuff it because it does seem like you know you have the ice to die but i don't really because of the way they're treated and the way they're acted and everything else i don't really look at them as heroes i look at them as people with a purpose right like we kind of talked about like they go out there and they do certain jobs you know and the, and everything else but i don't look at any one of them yet they may become that later on but i don't look at any of them yet as being like these true heroes it seems like this fantasy world has no heroes to look forward to. And that's why I think they're trying so hard to find the Dragon Reborn, because technically uh, the Dragon Reborn is supposed to possibly do something that helps out with this final battle thing to become this great hero. And maybe that's why they're in search of this so hard is because there's not people to look to. Like even that king that we saw at the very beginning of this episode when things were happening with him and stuff, I mean, I almost laughed when that guy was dying on the field because like, I was like, <laughs> because there's like one section, like right before you see him dead on the field, he's like frolicking through the trees. Like he doesn't <laughs> even look like he's really running to go beat someone's ass in battle. It's just like, Oh, look at this dude. He's just kind of jogging through the woods. Yeah. And then the next scene, he's just kind of dead. And I was like, okay. But like, even that dude being a King didn't seem heroic. You know what I'm saying? And uh, may, I might be missing a boat on this, but like, with that being said, though, it seems like they're looking for these heroes or searching for them, but nothing's yeah. there yet. You might say they need a hero. Yeah. I need a hero. Oh, copyright. Um, yeah. What, I would like to flip that on your head. What if a hero becomes an Aes Sedai? Hmm. 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 Hey, hey man, hmm. listen, I'm probably going to get, like I was talking about earlier, probably get really angry. Let me get on Twitter. They made the big hero a woman and a woman group. It's almost like the reverse He-Man haters club. <laughs> they stole her stuff from the men. Like, that's probably what's going to happen. But you know what? For all the other guys who who's not afraid for powerful women to be around, because you know what? I don't care. Like that is what it is. I love for there to be powerful women around. So when I show my male dominance, I'm even more powerful. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know what I'm saying, Sully? You know, that's why like I like it when Auburn like beats Alabama and they're undefeated because like it makes Auburn look that much better. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it goes, man. Like I don't know what people's problems are and why why they're so like uh motivated by the fear of you know, and, and most of you guys there, I can't even say that. I'm, I'm about to go on a bad rant here, but let's just move let's move on, man. I'm excited to watch the next episode, obviously episode five. I'll be excited. I hope you guys can join us again for that. Uh, yeah. 
whenever we do that <clears throat> because this has been really fun i think to have half the panel no book half the panel book and then i can see the look in your faces when i say something or almost you say can something. see me fighting yeah, so yeah, like, hard not to wear oh, vomit like 20 and i'm so much i'm so much better at, at like not giving information and chris <laughs> is like well, but I, I think that's fun. My thing is, I've been living with this these books since I was in fourth grade. So, like the majority of my life, I've I've had these books there and been engrossed in them. So it's very difficult to like separate what happens in book one from book two to book three. And so I'm just like going to explode with knowledge. So if my I'm very last careful. point before we get out of here is going to be y'all actually hinted at it towards me <clears throat> earlier on uh, reading the books. So you recommend wait till this season's over yeah. before you ever even start reading a book. Uh, and that's and that's only because only because this season has done so well at trying to say, like, who is the Dragon Reborn? Yeah. If I you read the book, the you're going to know pretty soon. It's it's okay. very apparent. Yeah, there's there's pretty much by like chapter one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's not really a mystery. There's a main character in the book for the most part. Like 90% of the book is one character. And so you're like, well, that's the main character. Until the late in the later books, that yeah, kind of expands out a little lot. bit. But the first but book is the really, first book there's one yeah. there's one main character. Yeah. So so it's very apparent and so if you want to kind of just avoid book discussion now is this season can. supposed to cover the first book and then they're going to move on from there or is it um, only going to cover i think it's a book? mix of a mix of covering this book and maybe part of the second book but also not covering all of the first book and they're going to go to season two and cover part of the first book in season two even right. though they've already started covering book two in season one okay and and um uh yeah. At this at this point, the rails are off, right? Like we have no idea. Yeah, there's a lot of changes. So, yeah, who knows? We don't know. Actually, like there's a very big plot point for a specific character who I really enjoy in the books that I'm not sure that they're going to actually hit as hard as they need to, and I'm very worried about that. Who's that? All right. Uh, Perrin. Perrin. Oh, right. with the missing character. Well, that and just the way that they're developing that specific thing, I'm just not sure they're going to hit it as hard as they need to hit it. Okay. I'm very worried about it because okay. I'm not. How do you how do you show that in a in a TV show? It's all part. Yeah, I, it's hard. I can't. It's all mental. Yeah, I because can't. the books have a lot more. The books have a lot more in the character detail. Heads. Obviously, it's yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't. Like, it's a big part of the character, and I don't want to spoil it if they do actually flush it out better. But I'm I'm a little nervous that it's going to be something that doesn't really get addressed as much as it should. And it's a huge part of because parents, your character. favorite of the boys. Yes. Yeah. But when it comes down to everything, uh, like with star Wars, for instance, like people's like, why would I read a book about a movie I've already seen? One of the cool parts about reading those books is you get to see or hear Kylo's thinking. You get yeah. to hear what Ray's thinking in those books. Cause they cover that thing that you can't hear in a movie, obviously, because you only hear what they say and what their dialogue There's is. There's a, a really great chapter really early on in the first book where it's after the it's during the Trolloc attack and um, you get Rand like carrying his dad through the woods. And and mm. that chapter is one of the best chapters of the whole book. And it, it wasn't in it, it wasn't was in the, the show. show at all. Right. And it's and the biggest thing in it is it's um, um, Rand's dad, Tam, 
is talking in his sleep. Yeah, and he says and a lot you of learn things. a lot. Of, oh, it's, cool. such a, it's such a great it's such a great chapter, and you know you get so in ingrained in the that moment, and you don't get that in the show. Yeah. So there's there's because why like the fuck that. does this shepherd have this beautiful sword? Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's the big question for episode one that they kind of just ignore. Is like. Why yeah. does this shepherd so have this sword? There's stuff like that where you you learn more about the world. I think that's something that they haven't quite really done. Like they've done a mm-hmm. great job with the characters. You don't know anything about this world. Like they keep mentioning yeah, to be places. Honest, I know there's like, a white tower somewhere. What's that? Right. Like you don't yeah, know what like, that is. But in the book, they as you kind of journey, you learn about the places as you're journeying mm-hmm. through them, you learn like, Oh, this is Barillon and this is what they do. And this which is we haven't even seen. We haven't even seen Barillon or, or white bridge. Yeah. I, I don't think we're going to see Barillon. I think they've, yeah. I mean, we're past like, it, what? but like white cloaks, white bridge. There's a white tower. Well, white like, bridge is just a bridge. There's a white okay. castle. Yes. Okay. The, yes. They have really, the, I like the little onions on the burgers. Um, but yeah, I think that's one thing in the show that like, you, you just don't you haven't established yourself in any environment yet and maybe that's intentional so that you kind of feel like you're as lost as the characters are but it in the books you you do really feel like you're almost a part of the world because the way that they describe the people and the cultures are also different like mm-hmm. you learn so much about the cultures and like they do a good job with the tinkers in the show, but you don't see the differences between the people in the two rivers and the people like at the ferry in the book. It's like a huge difference just in like 10 miles away from each other. There's a big difference in culture. And I I'm really hoping that you, we, we get to see some of that in the show because that's definitely something that is a huge part of the books. I think a lot of it has to do with the eight episode season. I think so. And I think it's, they need it's a little sad that I think they need gonna, to have a 12 episode season. Yeah. It's a little sad you know. that if they miss out on all that development, because the world itself is one of the best parts of this. Well, series. And that's one of the things that makes Game of Thrones work. The Game yeah. of Thrones show does. They have more show time us the culture to, difference. And you see when they had less time to expand on a story, what yeah. happens. So I really hope that this show doesn't kind of go down that path where they just don't have enough time to to really dive into it because like i said the world is amazing in this series. is this one of those things if you start reading the books like you kind of have to there's like a map they put like in the book like somewhere oh, yeah, like yeah. The you know what and, like, the map doesn't like, look back like so where are they at no, i'm gonna be honest justin i'm gonna be honest the map doesn't help yeah it okay. doesn't help and and it's one of the worst maps it's not a great okay. yeah it's not i'm a, a big map. fan I'm, I'm gonna tell you this wall back here that y'all can't see there's like 14 fantasy maps on it um <laughs> I'm a big map guy. Okay. Uh, it's bad. Ma- it's bad. Map bad. Sure. Sure. Map bad. But it, yeah, I mean, I think there's just a, a really cool, like you go to one town and then you go to the city and you know, the way they describe it, you know what that city is. Like, you know who Gosh. those people are and you, you can really feel their culture. Like one of my favorites is like the, the um, places are characters basically. Yeah. yeah. Is, like, I mean, the, there's one city where um, the women all wear daggers and, and they're very much mm-hmm. like the women, like just really prowl around for dudes. They're, like, they're, they're, they're marriage. It's, like, daggers. it's Cougar town. It's Cougar town. <laughs> um, it's, it's literally like such a fun 
But you don't want to go there if you're a guy. Like you, you, you don't want to well, like. Maybe you do. Oh, sure you do. I mean, maybe you do. Tell. I no, I mean she said daggers though. I mean, I get the no, no. Like, if they don't use them on you, oh okay, it's okay, a okay. it's a symbol of marriage. They use them on their husbands, only their some, husbands. Some can say they use their tank in a consensual way. Would that be said? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's just I. That's one thing that I I want them to do better is to develop the the places more. Nice. Because so far, we just haven't really got that yet, and I'm missing it a little bit. Well, the little bit that y'all said about the books and stuff's kind of got me more interested in the story. On top of what I've gotten right, like I was I was a little interested. This episode made me big time interested in it. the stuff y'all added. Has been super great and stuff. Uh, as we get out of here, though, I'm I'll, I want to do this really quick. Like, subscribe to the video, uh, like to the video, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we do audio podcasts and stuff like that. You can find it on the same name. Let's get ready on all the Apple, like whatever. It doesn't matter what kind Link's of podcast. Links in the description. Yeah, you can, uh, you make up a name on a podcast. We show up there. That's literally how it happens <laughs> uh, and everything else. Uh, we do have a Patreon, like uh, for as little as a dollar, you can join our Discord and have fun there. Uh, and then we have other things that we do, like do watch alongs and stuff. With that being said, Sully, do you have uh, anything that you have going on now that you would like to let this public know? Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter at SuitUpSully. Mm-hmm. Over here, that one. Yep. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I just started a new Instagram uh, f- for, for public usage. And my okay. other Instagram will be going private. Mm. Because I would like to have a private life. Uh, at Sean R. Sully. Uh, and you can find me on Twitch. That's the important one. Uh, if you want to find me, and you find me entertaining, Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Sean Sully. Um, look, let's be honest here. Showdown season is ending. I have a little bit of free time on my hands. Yeah, now you're going to have a lot of free time. Um, next season, uh, I will not most likely be studying as hard as I did this season. Uh, so... Um, I it, with with December and the new year, I intend to be streaming a lot. So find me there, uh, Twitch.tv slash Sean Sully. Um, I have plans. Nice. I have plans. Also, you can find me on Stardust at uh, Smith. No, don't take, my, don't, take my, don't take my sign off. How dare you? Wow. Well, I saved the best Love for you. last. Go ahead, Kristen. Uh, you can find me at Twitter, Instagram, and Stardust Smith under, uh, underscore K ten. The number, not the word. Even though. I don't post anything on Stardust because it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. That's... It's been my sign off for about four years. The same, <laughs> same sign off. And it's funny now because Stardust doesn't exist. Um, and that's pretty much it. I've been really busy. So it's hard to do any videos or anything. But, but you'll catch her on my stream from time to time. But every once in a while nice. when I'm up really late and can't sleep because Sean streams really late when I can't sleep. It's, less, it's not as late on the West Coast. Or when there are shows like this right here where the, it's, it's a show about a, a book yeah. series that you really nerded out yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I'll make time. Sorry. I'll make wheels of time. Wow. You got something to try to beat that, Sully, before we sign no. off right here? No. Not, not even going to try. Let me tell you something, guys. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Hope you learned a lot. I actually did. I'm actually going, like I said, I got more into the show now after we did this uh, podcast about it. Until next time, peace.